A war of good versus evil. We're up against an enemy that's eons old, and up until recently it's gotten arrogant, bold, and in our face, and taken every opportunity to ensnare humanity with the lures of this world through Hollywood, the music industry, big pharma, big tech, big media, and much more. But there's a hard line that must not be crossed by this enemy. A line that must be etched in your heart with the word of God. A line few are holding, but many more are needed. Are you willing to take to the offensive in the engagement of this enemy fighting in unity as warriors for Christ and in the pursuit of truth? If so, welcome to His Heart Line. Ladies and gentlemen, what? Sorry about that. Wow, boy, my production is terrible. Forgot to have it uh, stop at that song. It went right to the next one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at the wheel. They are the ones piloting this ship through these rough and rocky waters. Um, but you know what? Never fear, though, because they, well, they're God. They know what's going on. They have control of this. And so anyway, today is Monday, April 4th, 2022. Welcome to His Hardline. And today's His Hardline discussion, we're going to be discussing the demoralization of America. Now, since I got here in Kentucky, and it isn't just a Kentucky thing. This is nationwide. This is definitely nationwide. See it in Michigan too. But I really started taking notice more down here, I guess, particularly because whenever I'm in new surroundings, I'm always looking, I'm gandering, I'm gazing, I'm watching uh, on my route on what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm taking uh, w- with what I'm doing. I'm taking jet fuel, you know, from the uh, terminal, from the loading terminal out to the airport here. And um, and so I go through town. I go through uh, this town called Covington. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just constantly looking and, and I see this everywhere. I see this in Indianapolis, you know, you see this everywhere. You see this in Detroit, you see this in Grand Rapids, you see this in Florida, you see this in El Paso, Texas, you see this everywhere. And I've been noticing just an abundance of, um, how, I don't even know how to really put it. It just seems like I've been noticing more people leading down a path or a life, I should say, of alternative lifestyles. Now, someone like me who used to be in and out of nightclubs, I used to be a DJ. I saw a lot of crazy stuff. I didn't think nothing of it because at the time, you know, I was just a young, foolish, youthful young man that didn't really know any better, right? I didn't have Christ in my heart. I didn't really know any better. I mean, like I said, lived a very promiscuous life myself. I was living with intentional sin. And so, you know, I didn't really care too much about that kind of stuff. I, you know, I didn't really pay much attention. But it seems that as time presses forward, the agenda is very clear and they're very out in the open now within schools, colleges, 
the workplaces, pushing CRT, you know, critical race theory, for those of you who don't know. They're pushing these agendas, the LGBTQ movement. They're, you know, listen, you know, it used to be, I used to have a month, you know, a saying, and it's not just mine because it's not mine. I can't coin it, but everybody always says it. Listen, what you do behind the doors of your own bedroom, that's, 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 that's on you, whatever. All right. Just don't, don't press it upon me. And where I draw the line is, is don't cross that line with children behind the doors of your own bedroom because then we're going to have a problem. But now, it's not good enough that people who live that alternative lifestyle they want to be gay, they want to be lesbian, whatever. They want to, you know, they want to gender flip. It's not good enough that they, you know, want those rights, which, look, it's America. You want to do that? Fine. It's not my soul. It's not my body. And quite frankly, it's not my right to judge because that is not my, that's not my, that's not my job. I will love you as a human being. Because at the end of the day, we all have our cross to bear and we all have struggles. We all have demons in one form or another that we're constantly battling on a daily basis. But these demons are coming out in full force more and more in stronger, in a stronger capacity. And they're practically in your face on media, on movies, in music, at these quote unquote, these award ceremonies, <coughs> Grammys and Oscars. Like who really watches that crap anymore? I'm still hearing people discuss crap, you know, discussing that, uh, um, discussing that whole Will Smith slap. I mean, seriously, seriously. It's just, it's not enough that they just live their life the way they want to live it, gender flip and be gay and do whatever the heck is, whatever, their own sins of the flesh. No, they have to push it in other people's faces, particularly the children in school. I almost wanted to say a bad word, but I'm going to say the slightly edited version of it. It's bullcrap. When you start trying to misguide children, listen, you want to go do, you want to live a life of freaking debauchery and you want to go freaking, you know, poke and peg people and you're a dude or you want to be a female and you want to freaking do what it is that women do and freaking live it up in orgy world and you know you want to freaking you know chop your you know what off and 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 invert it and turn yourself into a girl or a girl turn into a boy whatever listen i got news for you that's whatever that's but that's that's your soul and you're going to be answering that to god whether you believe in god or not i'm going to tell you right now you're going to be answering to that because you were born for a reason and for a purpose and listen, 
Anybody out there that's listening to this that happens to live in that alternative lifestyle or thinks they're a girl or a girl who thinks they're a boy, whatever. But here's the thing. Just know that you can turn back, all right? You can give that up and turn to Christ, all right? You're not, listen, you're not going to be shunned away. Yeah, we may not agree with it. And when I say we, people that are followers of Christ and God and, you know, and, 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 you know, the Holy Spirit. But we're not going to condone that because that is that those those are sins of the flesh. Those those are unspeakable abominations. And we cannot take part of that. We cannot participate in that on a societal level. And where we draw the line at is when people like these weak minded quote-unquote teachers in the public school systems, also known as the indoctrination freaking camps that the government operates. They're brainwashing our children. Not only are they brainwashing our children to try to get them to accept these alternative lifestyles, but at the end of the day, they're also trying to pit them against their own parents. That's what they want. They want to separate the children from their parents so then they can control the children the way they want. So they can take over this nation in the way and form it and shape it the way they want. And that's a communistic society. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, nothing good comes from communism. That's why it drives me up a wall when people start talking about, well, this is a democracy and, and we have to fight for a democracy. You understand that democracy leads to socialism and socialism eventually leads to communism. And you know what? To get out of that, you don't just vote for that. You don't vote to get back out of that. No. Once you have it, you're fighting with blood, guns, knives, and you're shedding blood and tears. Possibly your life. But people have no clue what the hell democracy is. They just think it's a good thing. That's what America's about. No. I got Here's another little tidbit. The word democracy does not come up anywhere in any of our state constitutions or our federal constitution. And yes, I'm talking about the organic one, the one, the original one, not this revised bull crap that Congress, you know, decide to, you know, edit for their own benefit. Nowhere in any of our founding documents discusses a democracy. Do you want to know why? Because they lead to the death of a nation. I don't know if any of you guys ever heard of the Titler cycle. I've heard about it a few years ago, and I did some, um, I did some research on it. And the Titler cycle. So, the Titler cycle is. Um, how do I want to explain this? So, okay, we'll just kind of start here. So there was a doctor by the name of Dr. Brooks, and um, he did a lot of lectures. And Dr. Brooks described the work of a man named, uh, I want to say it was Alexander Teitler. Yeah, I think that was his first name. Yeah, Alexander Teitler. Yeah. And he was a Scottish historian who lived at the uh, same time as the American founding fathers did. And he described a repeating um, that we constantly live in a repeating cycle in history. And he had found that societies went through the same cycle again and again 
And the cycle lasts roughly about 200 years each time. So the cyclical period is around 200 years. Now, Alexander Teitler said that the cycle starts out with a society in bondage. And then it goes in a certain sequence after that. So this is how it goes. It starts off with bondage. Then it goes into spiritual faith. And then from spiritual faith comes courage. And then with that courage comes liberty. And then once you have liberty, now you start to experience abundance in that nation. And that abundance, you know, yeah, it's that's a good time period, right? And that's where everything is great. God is good. We're all living in harmony with one another. Everything is just awesome, right? But then what starts happening because of human nature, right? Then selfishness sets in. It's the next part of the Titler cycle. And then when you get selfishness, then complacency starts kicking in. And then apathy. And then dependence. And then you start all the way back over with bondage. Does any of that sound familiar with what we have been seeing the last several decades in this nation? So to kind of expound a little more on the sequence of that cycle like i said it starts off in bondage and and meaning when i say bondage meaning no or very limited freedoms kind of like we saw during 2020 with covid and all the stupid restrictions and lockdowns but now faced with a very difficult situation which that situation would be bondage now they turn to a religion and then religious faith. And then through this, they achieve the courage that they need to fight for and win their freedom, which is kind of where we're at right now. We're in that stage now. We're getting out of that bondage now. Now, next, through the benefits of freedom, they achieve an abundance of material things. Now, we start into the other side of the cycle, and we get selfishness and laziness setting in. And then when we get to apathy and finally dependence, that's when we arrive and we're basically back up at the top of bondage again. The cycle is very interesting in relation to where we are in the United States today. You know, no one so far has said that we are on the right side of the cycle, meaning like, because the cycle is like a wheel, meaning spiritual faith, courage, liberty, abundance, Everyone always seems to think that we're on the left side of the cycle, which is selfishness, complacency, apathy, dependence, and I could not agree more. But when you look at like selfishness for a minute, we have a situation in our nation where many people are trying to get whatever they can out of the system. They want free Obama phones. They want that UBI, that universal basic income, right? With no concern of how it hurts anybody else or who it's, you know, taking, you know, not, with no regard of, you know, where that money's coming from. You know, they don't care if it's coming out of the pockets of their own neighbor or their own family members. They just want that free stuff. And remember, you know, John F. Kennedy once said uh, in an inaugural speech, 
ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Now, we've heard this many times before. And you've got literally one third of the U.S. post office and the U.S. printing office out at any given time on workers' comp and disability. Now, does anyone really believe that one third of those workers are really injured so badly that they couldn't come back to work? I mean, come on. Maybe a few, but come on. But here's the thing. We have been so, we have fallen so much as a nation. And part of that fall is that demoralization, because like I said, they're going after our children. Now, I want to go over a few facts here. I want to keep this show kind of brief because I don't want to make it too long. But I want to go over a few things here about the moral collapse of America. And I got some of this from uh, a website called, uh, what is this? Nike, Nike Insights.fam, uh, hold on, I'm trying to, famguardian.org. That was a weird website. But it was very interesting because they're spot on. And, you know, a lot of what's going on is because of the deep-rooted corruption in the deep state that we have that's, well, we we have factions within the government that are part of the corporation that still are trying to cling for control here. But unfortunately, right now, because they're the ones that created the problem, and unfortunately, fixing this moral decay is far more difficult than switching out political parties, which is why I talk about and and harp on the assemblies, because this isn't a political party thing anymore. This is a DC thing. This is a corrupt deep state thing. This is a pedophiles worldwide network kind of thing. And a lot of them are based out of Ukraine and the US. Sorry to tell you. In fact, Michigan is one of the biggest child trafficking hubs in the nation. Why is that? Is it because of their, you know, easy, close access and border to Ontario, to to Canada? That's a true story. Scary, because we live in Michigan. But that's why I pound that drum about the assemblies. We need to get rid of this deep-seated evil corruption known as the U.S. government, a.k.a. the U.S. corporation, so we can get back on track to getting back to spiritual faith and, and, and abundance and, you know, the right side of that cycle. But most people don't want to hear anything about a moral collapse in our country because most people like to think that the United States is setting a good example for the rest of the planet. I got news for you. No, we are not. We are considered the great Satan of the world. You know, it just dawned on me the other day, and I was telling my my coworker today on the way to work, I said, you know, because we were just, he was, he found a video about uh, like, the, like how we've been lied to about everything about COVID, like everything, every, every, everything. And I'm kind of curious to see the interview that um, this doctor, uh, I forgot his name now, but he did a, uh, an exclusive interview with Stu Peters. And he was talking about like the COVID uh, being uh, how it's related to like a snake bite with the spike proteins. And so anyway, when you reference the Bible, what's the number one evil animal or symbol in that Bible that represents Satan? It's the snake. 
And it, and I, if I if I recall correctly, we are the only country in the world with a medical system that uses the dual snakes around the staff in our medical uh, logo or whatever you want to call that. But more importantly, this is what I thought about the other day. You know that yellow flag that has a snake and then underneath it says, don't tread on me? Up until a lot of the things that I've been reading in this great awakening and learning and understanding just exactly how the devil works, didn't anybody ever question once upon Because I know I didn't until now. Didn't anybody ever question, why would you have a snake on a flag that's yellow, of course. It says, don't tread on me. Folks, here's my take, and this is an opinion. I'm, I'm putting that out there, and there's definitely no shortage of opinions with me. But here it is. This is not fact, but this is my own take. If the snake represents evil, and evil is overall a representation of Satan and Lucifer, right, and his minions... And we have a flag that says, don't tread on me. Is that basically a symbol and a flag that's, you know, being, you know, that's being broadcasted out there to the rest of the world saying, don't you step on us because we're the great Satan of the world. I mean, listen, why would there be, why would we use a snake for that? Don't tread. I mean, look, I get it. I get the whole, you know, don't tread on me thing. Like, you know, don't step on my freedoms, but I want to know where the origins of that flag came from. I want to know who decided that a snake would be appropriate to put on there. Don't tread on me. I'm sorry, but that does not seem very representative of a true America with good God-fearing people with Christ in their heart. I don't know. I would say something more like, um, oh, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to think of animals because I'll list something that's stupid. But a snake, out of all the animals you can think of, that's the one people pick. Whoever made that flag, that's the one that gets picked is a snake? Come on. Come on, man, as Biden would say. Come on. It's no joke. But seriously, it's a question that I posed. And here's the thing, and if we're honest with ourselves, we see the evidence of this moral collapse all around us, every day. I see it here in Kentucky. I see it in Michigan, back home. I saw it in Texas. Like, everywhere I go, when we're going out to eat or we're driving down the road, like, seriously, I'm seeing more lesbians and gays that are out and about. And listen, in, if anybody is going to sit here and send me hate mail, say, Jason, you're a bigot and you're hateful. No. I got a lot of friends that are gay that were down in Florida. Very nice people, mind you. Very good fashion sense. I have nothing against anybody that's gay. Here's the thing. I'm not going to attend your wedding. I'll send you a gift and wish you well, but don't expect me to attend that ceremony because I'm not going to get on board behind that. And if somebody ever got in somebody else's face about being gay and wanted to like assault them, I will be the first that will defend you and fight for your rights to basically, you know, just fight for your right. But make no mistake, that doesn't mean I condone the behavior or the lifestyle. But I'm seeing more 
public displays of, of, of real heavy affection of women out in public grabbing their you-know-whats and, and out in public and getting all over each other and making out and out in Main Street, USA. I'm seeing more gay men out there and more feminism in men. I can't, and I, I struggle to say that because it's like an oxymoron. Feminism in men, I mean, ugh. It, but that's what's happening. We're getting, they're, they're trying to breed a, a generation of soy boys and they're trying to get away from the masculinity of true men. Why are they doing that? Because they don't want true men in this country anymore. That's why there is such a big war to do away, to erase, to delete the white Christian male, the fighter, the warrior, the man who's got Christ in his heart, the one who starts his family, the one who provides for his family while the wife stays at home, takes care of the kids, takes care of everything, right? From 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 A to Z, because the wife is just as important in the family. That's why they want divorce. That's why they want transgenderism. That's why they want gayness. They want to destroy the family because the family, I'm going to tell you right now, the family is what creates a strong nation. It's very upsetting when I think about it. I hate seeing single mothers with their little girls. I hate seeing families being broken up. I hate seeing kids being misled. <sighs> Sorry, guys. It's just... The more I think about it, just it really pisses me off. And I'm sorry to use that word, but it does. I'm sorry. It 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 does. You know, as a society, we are decaying from the inside out. And we need to fix this. And we need to start facing the truth if we are ever going to get this turned around. But see, again, there's so many people out there that don't want to face the truth because the truth, as I've always said, can be beautiful, but it, the truth can also be very ugly. Let's look at a few facts here. Did you know that approximately one-third of the entire population of the United States, that's roughly about 110 million people currently, has a sexually transmitted disease, according to the CDC? And yeah, I'm... I'm very careful about getting facts and figures from them because they like to skew numbers, but we'll just pretend that's real for a minute. And every single year, there are 20 million new STD cases in America. Did you know America has the highest STD infection rate in the entire industrialized world? America. Yeah. Not Africa, not China, not Brazil. America. Why? Because they want to promote debauchery. Go and screw whoever you want. Be free. Have fun. Do what you want. That's what the devil says. Did you know Americans in the 15 to 24-year-old age group account for about 50% of all new STD cases each year? Yeah. Why do you think they're trying to go after our kids? Because they have impressionable minds. They're easy to sway. They're easy to sell. It cost our nation approximately $16 billion a year to treat our sexually transmitted diseases in our youth. And according to one survey, 24% of all U.S. teens that have STDs say that they still have unprotected sex. Yeah. 
What the hell is that? Look, I'm not saying I lived a perfect life. Clearly, I lived a very bad life for many years. Now, could it have been worse? Sure. But yeah, I I didn't I, well, I didn't live like a like an angel. Absolutely not. Here's another one. Did you know in Chicago, public school kindergarten teachers are now required to set aside 30 minutes a month for sex education? And I think I thought I read something about that, like with Oregon. They're starting to push this crap on kids that young. They want kids to learn sex education at such a young age. Why? They haven't even hit puberty, and you're going to start talking about this? You deserve a millstone around your neck and be freaking sent to the bottom of the sea to drown and die. Yeah, I'm not going to hide that. That's straight from the Bible, by the way. The United States has the highest teen pregnancy rate in the entire industrial industrialized world. And according to a study conducted from the CDC, again, be very careful about that, but approximately two-thirds of all Americans in the 15 to 24-year-old 24 year, 24 year bracket have engaged in oral sex. And at this point, one out of every 14 girls in the U.S. has at least one sexually transmitted disease. And according, again, to the National, uh, not again, but according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, there are 747, 408 registered sex offenders in the United States. And 106 plus thousand of them are just in California alone. Did you know that 18% of women in the U.S. say that they have been raped at some point in their lives? Yeah, 18%. More than 50% of all rapes take place within one mile of home. Teens that are 16 to 19 year old age bracket are three and a half times more likely than the general population to be victims of rape, attempted rape, or sexual assault. Why? Because they're weak, they're young, they don't know any better. They're easily manipulated. And aside from that, physically, they can be subdued. 60% of male sex abuse victims and 80% of female sex abuse victims are abused by someone known to the child or the child's family. And it's estimated that one out of every four girls will be sexually abused by or before they become adults. One of four. I'm sorry, guys, but that's a, that's a pretty troubling number. And an astounding 30% 30 per, 30 of all internet traffic go now gets directed to adult websites. And 70% of men in the 18 to 24-year-old uh, bracket visits at least one adult website each month. And the average high school boy spends two hours on adult websites every single week. Hate to admit it, I was part of that statistic. Law enforcement officers estimate that about 600,000 Americans and 65,000 Canadians are trading dirty child pictures online. And it's been estimated that 89% of all pornography is produced in the United States. In this country, we are the great Satan, ladies and gentlemen. You need to steer this, this, these facts, this truth, 
in the face. If we're going to ever become a healed and blessed land again under God, we need to get rid of this shit. Yes, I said a bad word. I'm sorry. But now is not the time to be all soft and marshmallowy and be all, you know, PC. This ain't this. We're not here to be politically correct. So if that bothers you, you can go somewhere else. I'm still growing this channel. You don't like what I'm saying here? Go somewhere else. That's fine. Truth is ugly sometimes, and it hurts. This nation needs to get its crap together, together, and we need to get God back at the at the pedestal at the at the top of the throne. One survey discovered that 25% of all employees that have internet access in America visit sex websites while they're at work. And the marriage rate in the United States has fallen into an all-time low and right now is sitting at nearly a yearly rate of like 6.8 marriages per 100,000 or per 1,000 people. 6.8 marriages per 1,000 people? That's because everybody's shacking up. Why buy the cow when you get the milk free, right? That's what they say. Listen again, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and plead that I, I've lived the, the, the best life. My wife and I, we lived and moved and lived together before we got married. Yeah, you know, my wife has certain thoughts and opinions on that. Me, I wish we would have done things differently. In the United States today, more than half of all couples move in together before they get married. That was us. And not surprisingly, an all-time low of 44.2% of all Americans in the 25 to 34-year-old age bracket are married at this point. And America has the highest divorce rate in the world by a huge margin. America has the highest percentage of one-person or one-parent households on the entire planet. That means mom or dad, typically dad, is out of the picture. Why? Because big brother government, a.k.a. the corporation, wants no father in the picture. Back to what I was saying before, they want the man gone so nobody can stand and fight and defend. A hundred years ago, 4.52 people were living in, in in the average U.S. household, but now the average U.S. household consists of only 2.59 people. And according to the Pew Research Center, only 51% of all American adults are currently married. Back in the 1960s, 72% of all adults in the U.S. were married. 72. It's almost three quarters of the population. Now, maybe half if we're lucky. And for women under the age of 30 in the United States, more than half of all babies are being born out of wedlock. Why? Because people are shacking up, having unprotected sex, and just going about their lives and not really giving a crap about how it affects the, 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 the little youth that, that has no say in any of this. You know, at this point, approximately one out of every three children in the United States lives in a home without a father. You know, in 1970, the average woman had her first child when she was 
21 and a half years old. Now the average woman has her first child when she's 25 and a half years old, give or take. In a massacre that is almost unspeakable, more than 56 million American babies have been slaughtered, or more now, in this country since Roe v. Wade was decided in 1973. But remember, that was supposed to be rare. Uh, uh, well, I forgot what they said. It uh, safe, safe and rare. Yeah, no, they that's a, that's a business, people. That's the biggest atrocity we have going on in this nation, killing all the unborn. And I think out in California, some states out there, I think they passed some bills, apparently. I don't know how much water it holds, but I've heard this. I didn't look into it. So again, do your research. I'm just telling you what I thought I heard. That they're talking about now, even after birth, you can kill the baby up to like one or two months. That's infant side. That's inf- infant infanticide or infant side. You're killing babies. You're like legit. You're killing babies out of the womb. It's wrong. If I ever catch the individual, mm-mm. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that for now. <sighs> Approximately 47% of the women that get an abortion each year in the United States have also had a previous abortion. Yeah, true. Get someone in the family that has had a few. The number of American babies killed by abortion each year is roughly equal to the number of U.S. military deaths that have occurred in all the wars that the United States has ever been involved with. Combined. About one-third of all American women will have had an abortion by the age of 45. One-third. And approximately 3,000 Americans lost their lives as a result of the destruction of the World Trade Centers on 9-11. Every single day, more than 3,000 American babies are killed by abortion when you include all forms of abortion. It's a 9-11 every single day. And the U.S. has the highest abortion rate in the Western world. And it's been reported that a staggering 41% of all New York City pregnancies end in abortion. 41%. And most women that get abortions in the U.S. claim to be Christian. And Protestant women get 42% of all abortions, and Catholic women get 27 of all abortions. So when somebody's out there proclaiming they're a Christian or a Catholic or a Protestant or whatever, <clears throat> got news for you, God's going to got you're going to be answering a lot to God for that one because you just killed your children. According to a pastor, uh, Clenard Childress, approximately 52% of African-American pregnancies now end in abortion. Why do you think they're predominantly in more black communities? Just ask Margaret Sanger about that one. About 18% of all abortions in the United States each year are performed on teenagers. And one very shocking study found that 86% of all abortions are done for the sake of convenience. Here's the sake of convenience. How about we just close our damn legs and freaking maybe use a condom. If you're going to absolutely try to get it on, why don't you just use some protection? Don't get the after freaking pill, the morning after pill. Or how about we just close our damn legs? 
You know, no man's going to respect you, ladies out there. If you're a young lady listening to this, no man's going to respect you if you're giving it up. Yeah, I would know because I was a man that didn't really give much respect to the women that would give it up when I was living in my DJ, you know, living out my DJ clubbing years. Full disclosure, trying to be real with you. Is it an ugly truth? Absolutely. Is it something I'm proud to admit? No. But am I going to talk about it? Absolutely. Why? Because I got Christ in my heart now, and I continuously work on keeping him in my heart going forward. Because now I'm starting to realize the unspeakable sin that I was involved in and the rest of America is still actively involved in. And we, if we're going to be back to a blessed land, we need to do away with this crap. You know, a Department of Homeland Security report that was just released, uh, not just released, but released back in 2012, says that if you are anti-abortion, you're a potential terrorist. But, you know, they even say, oh, well, if you question the COVID, uh, you know, narrative and you're questioning it and you're saying that it's, you know, that it's it's a hoax, you're also a terrorist there, too. Freaking Department of Homeland Security. That's a freaking joke, too. They can all go to hell. And some abortion clinics have even been caught selling aborted baby parts to medical researchers. Um, let's go a little bit further than that. Not just baby researchers, but it's also known that they sell uh, fetal cells to food processing companies to enhance the flavors in most processed food. Mmm, yummy. Do your homework on that. Oh, I don't know. Jello, pudding, certain beef jerky brands. Um, yeah, look it up. I think it's called like H-E-K liver cells or something like that. I I'm, I'm, I could be wrong on that, but look it up. Yeah. Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger once said the following, the most merciful thing that a family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. Are you serious? The most merciful thing? You know, she wouldn't be saying it if if her mother did the merciful thing and killed her. She wouldn't be saying that. But now she's praised in all the halls of U.S. Congress. And Planned Parenthood performs more than 300,000 abortions every single year. And Planned Parenthood specifically targets the poor. Why? Because they can't afford to have a big family. Especially at today's inflationary rate with food. Just food alone. How are you going to feed someone? And a staggering 72% of Planned Parenthood's customers have incomes that are either equal or beneath 150% of the federal poverty level. And most of those customers, quote unquote, live in minority neighborhoods. There are 30 Planned Parenthood executives that make more than $200,000 a year, and a few of them actually make more than three hundred dollars a year. And Planned Parenthood receives hundreds of millions of dollars from the federal government every single year. Um, let's, let's actually correct that Planned Parenthood receives hundreds of millions of dollars brought to you by your tax dollars and my tax dollars that the federal government steals from us with our consent and then divvies it out to these assholes. Yeah, I said asshole because that's what they are. When you're killing babies, I'm, I'm being nice. Yeah, I'm on one today. You better believe it, boy. And if my language offends you, I'm sorry. Move on. I, I promise this isn't going to be a recurring theme. But you know, when I when when we're talking about the the, the destruction in the in the killing of babies, no, 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 no. I'm going to be on one on this one. 
Yeah, you better believe I'm going to be on one. You know, my wife went through four miscarriages. The first one was the hardest, obviously, and she was furthest along in her term. She was going into the second term, second trimester. Yeah, that was very traumatic. And you know what? That almost broke up our marriage, among the other many things that occurred. But that was a big one. That was a hard one. But yet people just have no problem saying, no, I, just, I don't feel like having a baby. Let's kill it. Like it's nothing. Like you're flushing a piece of toilet paper down the drain. Like that's just toilet paper. The FDA is actually considering making it legal for doctors and scientists to create three parent babies in the United States. What the hell does that even mean? I don't even know what that is. And there's an all-time high of 59% of Americans that believe that the traditional definition of marriage needs to be changed. That's already happened. I don't even want to go further because we're already at 45 minutes and there's so many more I could read, but you guys get the point. The corruption is so rampant through our society that in fact, America leads the world in money given to fake charities. Did you know that? Yeah. Here's another one that we're seeing. The average young American will spend 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours playing video games before the age of 21. 10,000 hours? Holy crap. You know, we live in a time when most employers no longer care about their employees. There is a company that Warren Buffett has a controlling interest and has decided to shut down a factory in Kentucky and actually moved it to Honduras. I mean, he did this years ago just so he can make a little bit extra more money. And as a result, 600 workers lost their jobs. There are more than 3 million reports of child abuse in the United States every single year. Nearly one-fifth of all U.S. adults have no religious affiliations whatsoever. Back in 1972, only 7% of all U.S. adults had no religious affiliations. Not that that really matters much anymore these days, because apparently if you're Christian or Catholic or whatever... You're still killing babies. You're still getting abortions. So that really doesn't mean anything. We have a problem, folks. We have a huge problem. We have a huge problem in this nation. And if we don't turn from these wicked ways that hold back to what I was talking about with the Titler cycle that cycle will never be that that cycle will go away we'll never we won't even have that cycle because we'll be stuck in bondage 
forever, basically, under the form of communism. That's what they're trying to do. Why? Because they want power. They want control. They want to increase their money in their own pocketbooks at the expense of you and me and everybody else that works hard out here. It's a slave system that we're in. Nobody wants to recognize it or look at look at that truth right in the ugly face, but that's we are in a slave system. I'm not bringing any of this up to bring you down. What I am trying to do is put the truth out there. And now that the truth is laid out, what are we going to do about it? There's multiple things. First off, crack open a Bible. That's the first thing. Get right with God in your own personal life. Self-evaluate. Look at yourself in the mirror. Start taking inventory of some of the areas that you think God would be displeased with. Write them down on paper. And then reread them. And then reread them again and continue rereading them until you start eliminating all that stuff that God would be displeased with. And start making changes in your own personal life because you can't change the rest of the world until you change yourself first. Just like you can't affect change with the federal government until you start affecting the change in your own backyard, in your local communities, in your local townships, in your counties, in your state. You think these 2022 elections coming up, you going out and voting, you think that's going to fix things? I got news for you. Nothing happened with the Dominion systems. Not that that's really relevant because they're all, it's all, it's, it's all a corrupt system. That's why we have the assemblies. The true assemblies, by the way, not the one by AVR, but the ones that are constitutional and peaceful. And legit because of our foundational documents. You want to learn more about that? Go to www.national-assembly.net. Start by cracking open a Bible and start by poking around on that website and getting involved in the forums there and find out if your state is assembled because we are taking back this nation. It's happening. Or you can email me if you have questions at um, jmjdirect at hishardline.com. It's jmjdirect at hishardline.com, which brings me up to one last point before we close this out. Share this website far and wide, www.hishardline.com. Folks, we got a lot of work to do, but we can't do it with limited numbers. We need more numbers and we need more people turning to Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today with a very heavy heart, and I first off want to ask for your forgiveness for my foul language. I know you're not pleased with it, but you know how you made me. When I discuss things and start thinking about all the atrocities and the unspeakable actions that are taking place against our unborn and born children already that exist, it does make me want to create a millstone factory to put around all these sick individuals' necks and put them at the bottom of the sea. I know you got the ultimate judgment. I know you're going to have your day. I know. We all know. 
guide us. Show us. Help us so we can get you back seated at the top of the throne as you being our one and only king. Once and for good. Let us break this cycle. We pray all of this in your Holy Son's name. Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to play the Warrior's Prayer. I like it. I haven't played it in a while, and I feel like it's necessary now. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel, so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith, may I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands, so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Sorry about that. This is my wife that was trying to call. Probably perfect time. But anyway. At the end of the day, you got to remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you to be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is what it means to be a hardliner, guys. We are firm. We are steadfast and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ and this is the Lord's fight. As Isaiah 42, 13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war who stirs up his fury, who shouts out his battle cry against his enemies. He shows his might. And that's what we will do. We will hold, we will hold his hard line and we will show his might. We will show his might. I hope you all have a good night and God bless and signing off until next time.